0: Welcome to the Ivy Church podcast. For more podcasts and information about Ivy Church, go to ivychurch.org. Hello, and may I wish you a very happy, a wonderful Christmas. I mean that in the real sense of the word, because if ever there was a time full of wonder, it's this time when we marvel at the greatness and goodness of God even in a year like this, which has been fun instead of, uncertainty and hurt and pain and loss. It's been a rough year for everyone this year with things we'd never dream would happen happening. So we can't connect in all the ways we want to but I wanted to bring a personal message from my home and heart. My belief that God has a word for you today in the midst of that. Just as in the first Christmas God came to be with us when Jesus was born 2,000 years ago in Israel. And actually this is the second time I've recorded a video for my Christmas message because my plans for it went wrong and changed and now here we are doing it again you see i had a plan but things changed things don't always go according to our plans have you ever had one of those days one of those days when you had all great things planned and it didn't go the way you planned ever had one of those christmases when you had all these plans these hopes of what it would look like or how it could be and then have you ever had one of those years well if you haven't you must have been asleep through 2020 but you woke up just in time for me to say again happy christmas And today, we're gonna look at what to do when things don't go the way we planned or the way we thought that it should look. It's like this Christmas tree. I think ours looks good this year, and not because I had anything to do with it, but because if it was down to me, it would look a real mess. But when I look at the tree, I see lots of different memories on these baubles. There's an angel hanging up on there that a friend called Christine gave us over 30 years ago in our first year of marriage. She's reconnected to us now through Faith Lift this year. There's a nativity up there because when our first child was born, we wanted to make sure all our children saw that Jesus is the most important thing about Christmas. And over the years, the kids have made crackers out of loo rolls and we put them on there too. And I know Zoe hasn't thrown those out because they're such special things. We have personal memory baubles up there from over the years here too. Good times, hard times, but we remember when we look at them. You see, it might seem easy to just go out and get all the same shape and size of baubles and put them on the same colour. Like the TV adverts, that way we think it looks perfect. Just how you wanted it to look on the photos but life doesn't come to us like that see this is not the first year people's plans were changed at christmas when we read in the bible what happened on the first christmas it tells us everybody's plans got changed nobody's life turned out the way they originally thought it was going to happen but god was still working out his purposes even when they didn't understand mary and joseph they had their plans changed from what they wanted They pictured a peaceful life, a perfect, happy family, according to their view of what that would look like. This young couple were engaged, looking forward to getting married, settling down, have a nice home, peace and quiet. That's all they wanted. But then the angel, the angel Gabriel, comes along and says, God has a different plan for you. Here's what God wants for Christmas. Mary, you're going to get pregnant before the wedding. It will be a miracle. It's never been happened before, it's never going to happen since, but nothing is impossible for God. And by the way, this child, call him Jesus, because that means God saves and he will be God. God messed up King Herod's plans for what he wanted that first Christmas, because Herod just wanted to keep control He'd been appointed by the Roman Empire. He was a paranoid puppet king who'd do anything to keep his throne and his crown. He killed his mum, his wife, his brother-in-law, two of his own sons, all for fear that he might lose his position as king. Somebody would steal the crown. So how do you feel he felt when he heard from the Magi that the king of the Jews had been born in Bethlehem? Terrible things happened that first Christmas that show us how messed up and broken the world is. He made an order that every baby boy under two in Bethlehem would be killed because he wanted Jesus to die, but God messed up Herod's plans. The shepherds' plans, they got messed up. They were socially isolated, just the way they liked it, washing their socks by night. They had another silent night planned with the sheep and suddenly heaven's light splits the night. Angels arrive and announce new travel plans, guys. Get over to Bethlehem now. The saviour of the world has been born. How many of us in 2020 have had our plans changed? All of us. Now, let me be really clear. Not everything that happens in your life is God's will. Not at all. The Bible explains lots of the problems on this broken planet, things that go wrong, that happen in our lives. is not because of God, it's because of sin. Sin leads to pain and death. God didn't want Herod to do that. But on an individual level too, we all do things wrong, make mistakes, have bad decisions. And that causes lots of our own problems. Sometimes other people cause them or hurt us. Nobody's perfect. Not everything that happens is God's will. Greed and the poverty it causes. Violence, killing the environment, that's not God's will. Cancer, COVID, racial prejudice, all the evil. None of that is God's will. That's why Jesus said, we should pray your kingdom come, your will be done here on earth as it is in heaven. Because God's will is perfectly done in heaven where Jesus came from, but it's hardly ever done here on the earth right now, which is why he came. God gave every one of us free will, but we choose to not go God's way. We say, my will be done, like Herod. We want to be the king of our own lives. So we focus on what do we want rather than ask what does he want. So please don't blame God for everything that's gone wrong in the world or even in 2020. Don't think he doesn't care or do anything about it because Christmas shows us unmistakably how much God really does care. He does intervene because he wants his will to be done in your life this Christmas and in the world in 2021. But if I pray like that, your kingdom come, that means my plans, my will may not be done. Maybe you've got all these plans for what you want to happen in the future, but you need to remember, three things. All three were there in the first Christmas too. Number one, God wants your focus to be on him. Does God ever get the engaged tone when he calls you? We started 2020 with a series all about how we are too busy for God at times and we said at Ivy this year would be a year of focus. We prayed, God do what you need to do so I get time to spend with you so that you're my focus and then and even then, even now, most of the time when God wants to get through, we're busy with something else. Maybe we're on Netflix or Facebook. But have we learned yet to ever just sit down and say, God, is there anything you want to say to me? In Psalm 82:1, God says, I wish my people would listen to me. Maybe for some of us, that's actually been a blessing that's come out of these hard times. In the isolation, you've found him and found time that he's there. But sometimes it takes that to happen. It's the hard times reset our focus. C.S. Lewis said, God whispers to us in our pleasures, speaks in our conscience, but shouts in our pains. It's his megaphone to rouse a deaf world. So God sent this angel to Mary and Joseph and and he sent them angels and to shepherds too, but he shouldn't have to send an angel every time he wants to tell us something. If we're listening, he will speak. But most of us will admit we're not very good listeners when it comes to God. Because even when we're with him, and even if we're praying, we're talking all the time. People say, I never hear God talk to me, but we're so busy, God can't get a word in. But he still wants us to focus on him. Number two. When it didn't go according to my plan, God still has a plan. We're all going to experience pain and stress and grief in our lives. This year's brought that sharply into the forefront for us. In the middle of that, a promise to hold on to for many of us, our favourite verse for many of us is that that I've got in, in, engraved on my wedding ring. Jeremiah 29, 11 says, I alone know what I'm planning for you, says the Lord. Good plans, not bad plans for you. Plans to help you, not to hurt you, to give you hope, and a bright future and as we head into 2021 you don't know what's going to happen I don't know what's going to happen the government educators scientists don't psalm 8 says God sits in heaven looking at people who think they're powerful the kings of the earth he looks at the schemes of the devil and he says and the Lord the one enthroned in heaven laughs because he still has a plan for the world it's not over yet then God looks at you and he says I still have plans for you, good plans for hope and a future. Now, that's not not automatically going to happen because God never forces His plans on us. We choose to do what He wants or what you want. You can't, you know, you can decide to just, I'm going to keep on going, I'm going to keep my crown, I'm going to be king of my life problem with that is I'm not qualified because I'm not in control. So many things I might plan for but then stresses and strains and problems and difficulties come because they don't go the way I planned it. Listen, God has a better plan, a bigger plan. Now why wouldn't anybody say yes to that? Here's why. Because it's also likely to be a more difficult plan at times. Let me unpack that to you so you know what's on offer today. Before in a moment we pray and I invite you this Christmas to trade your plan for your life for God's plan. First, remember this. God's plan for your life is always bigger than your plan. Remember, Mary and Joseph's little plan was, let's be comfy, get married, have kids, settle down, make furniture here in Nazareth. God said, no, I want to use you two to bless the whole world. God's plan for their lives was bigger than they could have ever imagined. And God says in Ephesians, his plan for your life is bigger than you could ever ask or imagine too. So you could stick with your plan. But if you stay with your plan instead of God's, you're gonna limit your life. God made you, he knows what he put inside you. Only he knows what he can do through you. If you stop asking, what do I want? And ask instead, Lord, what do you want this year? We're all starting to think about next year, but you've no idea what great things God could do with you and through you. However big the plans you can imagine are, God says, I've got more, much more, bigger, better plan than you've got. But I also have to say this too. God's plan is at times harder. Sometimes following God's plan will seem more difficult and confusing. You'll ask at times, why is this happening to me? I thought this was the God plan and it is, but sometimes that's a painful path. After all, you're not just following a baby in a manger, but a man who went to a cross. God's big plan to use Mary to bless the whole world was not easy for her. Imagine those nine months of criticism and gossip and fear. It was a painful path right from the day, the day she said, yes, Lord, let it be to me according to your word. Then her and Joseph have a long, hard, pregnant journey to Bethlehem. To be, delivery had to happen where the chickens are and the cows are. Wouldn't she rather be at home with mum and family to help? And then they have to leave in the middle of the night because Herod's after the baby. You know, I love that song, Mary, Did You Know? I'm sure Mary didn't. She didn't understand it all. I'm sure she asked a thousand times, why God? Why God? Why? But it wasn't till later that she understood. There were some things that happened in 2020, things in your life now. God knows some things that broke your heart this year. Even though you were following his plan, you weren't doing anything wrong. And you're going, why God? Why God? Why? Jesus spent a lot of his time telling his friends, you don't understand now what I'm doing, but you will understand later. So when your plans are messed up, remember, focus on God. He still has a plan. It may be more difficult, but that's when the third one kicks in. Because right now, maybe more than ever, number three, God wants you to learn to trust him. Think about how many times Mary was tested because she trusted. Imagine how that first Christmas tested Joseph when your fiancé comes and says, I'm pregnant, and you know it wasn't you. You have to trust An angel then tells you in a dream, go to Egypt now. You have to trust Joseph. What do you do when your plans fall through? Let me tell you what not to do. Don't seek the solution, because you may not find one, not in this life. If you need an answer to all the questions, you'll never have peace. Don't seek an explanation. If it comes great, but even if it comes, it may not make sense to you. And don't seek some quick relief. So many of the things we run to when we have problems just make things worse don't seek hope in people they'll let you down don't seek hope at the bottom of a bottle don't seek hope in your own plans Proverbs says no trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not rely on your own understanding in all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your path so if you're going through a problem right now well done you've come through so much keep going And seek God, because he says, if you seek me, you will find me, if you seek me with all your heart. Seek and you shall find. And when you seek him, you find. You can always trust him. Always. I may not know what he's doing, but he does. And I know him. I know he's a loving father and ever present help in times of trouble. The truth is, you don't know what 2021 holds. None of us do. Nobody could have predicted what happened this year, but nothing takes God by surprise. He's still God. He's still the Lord. He's unchanging. So focus on him. Remember, he still has a plan. We know his plans may not line up with yours. We know Jesus has promised, though, to be with you, Emmanuel, not just at Christmas, but always, no matter what you go through. On our tree, there are some imperfect-shaped baubles and some things that remind us of painful times and hard years, but that's what makes it special to us. This year, when we ask God, what do you want for Christmas? He says, I just want you, all of you, even with the broken bits of this year. See, that first Christmas, God gave himself to us, and now he wants us to give ourselves back to him. The angels said to the shepherds, today for you a saviour has been born. He's Christ the Lord. He's the greatest gift, the saviour. I don't know if you got everything you want this Christmas but God already gave you 2,000 years ago what you need most. God may not always give me what I want but..." In Jesus, he's given me just what I need. I need his power. You need his power for a fresh start. You need his mercy to forgive all your sins. You need his life to save you for eternity. You need his wisdom, his plan to follow and help you, uh, to guide you to figure life out. Have you ever accepted God's gift to you? Or is it the Christmas gift you never opened? Let's say you gave me a Christmas gift and I go and put it under the tree. And then in March or April, you ask me, hey, Anthony, how do you like the gift? And I say, Oh, I'm sure it's great. I was just too busy to unwrap it. What? I gave you this amazing free gift and you didn't even open it. Well, you know, I wanted to, I meant to, I'm, I'm pretty sure it was a good gift. I was just a bit busy. I, I didn't think I deserved it or needed it or, Oh, you know what? Maybe I just thought, maybe next Christmas. How would you feel? You'd be hurt. And I'd miss the blessing and the, the benefits of the gift. But every year, millions of people celebrate Christmas without Christ. They never open the gift. What's that about? Christmas says, God sent you a saviour. He is Christ the Lord. Have you accepted, have you opened the greatest gift? If not, you're missing the point of the whole party. Why are you bothering putting lights up while your world's still dark? What are you giving gifts for if you've not received the greatest gift? See, the wise men brought gifts. That's what started the tradition. They came to Jesus. Today's the best day for you to bring you to Jesus. That's what he really wants for Christmas is you and what if with all that's happened this year just as God guided the wise men he's guided you here to this moment so that you could hear he's still got a plan trust him before you were born God knew you'd be here he knows what's been going on in your life and he loves you and he wanted you to know I've been with you all the way and I still have a good plan for you follow me trust me so to say that say yes to that regardless of your age or religious background I invite you to just close with me in a Christmas prayer As I pray this prayer, you just say me too in your mind. Just talk to the Lord. He's with you there, right where you are. Dear God, I really do want to know you. I want to know what you want for my life now in 2021 so I can do it. Thank you that you want me. So as best as I know how, I say yes to following you, Lord. I want to know and follow your plan. I admit I've been focusing on my plan, not yours, and I'm sorry. Thank you for sending Jesus to be my saviour and my friend forever. This Christmas, I say yes, and I accept your free gift of love and of salvation. Lord Jesus, I want what you want. I know you want me to turn from my own ways and to learn to love and trust you. Please replace my pain with your peace, my guilt with your forgiveness, my uncertainty about death and the future with your free gift of everlasting life. And now I open up the gift right now as I pray all these things in the name of Jesus Christ, my Saviour. Amen. Thanks for listening. For more podcasts, go to ivychurch.org media.